What does Donald Trump's hair and a gin string have in common? I don't know. They both barely cover an asshole. <laughs> Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. Baby boy, you just spoke facts. Facts, facts honest facts, dick. Facts. Absolutely. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to another episode of Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast. We are streaming live on our YouTube channel, live and in color, for all of our Patreon supporters. My name is Tom, and I'm your host. And as always, I'm in the studio with my amazing co-host, starting with the first one. Hey, y'all. Nick or Trish. And Jay Bear, a.k.a. your boyfriend's boyfriend. And welcome to today's episode. She back. She, she is back. She doesn't have the vid no more. The, the vid. Vid. <laughs> <laughs> but um since you were out last yeah. week why don't we start with you jay oh, shoot. how the hell are you um, are you recovered recovered yes yes um, it, it, it was weird um so new year's eve i i wasn't feeling great which was you know a little odd because i really haven't I'm so mad yeah i really haven't been out in quite a while um i was planning on spending it with some some of the family um ended up just staying home Stood home, watched TV, brought in New Year's in bed. In first, bed. In bed, basically. Which, is not, TV. which is not a not bad, bad way. Not bad. Um, first time. Yeah, it's the first time for everything, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Um, That's called we're yeah. getting old, bitch. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> Next morning, I go. I wake up with body aches and slight Ooh. headache and and a cough. And I thought I had Honey, that's cold. your age. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking I have a head cold and, you know, two days in, I'm like, uh. so I test, um, came, came back negative. Um, two days later, my granddaughter gets sick. She tests same symptoms I'm having. She tests positive. Wow. So, you know, well, uh, that, regardless of the tests. <laughs> that goes to show you, yeah. you know, you, you just never know. You never know. So, so you're recovered though. Recovered. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm pretty much over it, but you know, it's kind of made its rounds through the household. So wow. it is what it is at this point. I'm better. Thank God. Uh, New Year's was okay. Christmas was fine. We, we had a good time. We spent it with the grandkids. You know, same old, same old. Well, we're glad to have you back. We're glad that you're glad well. To be back. That's important. And uh, yeah, yeah, Nick and I missed you last week. Did we miss him? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We missed you. Yeah. He's wimping. What? That's yeah. new. Yeah. He's been really needy today. Yeah. Uh, which one? I, I don't know which I th- one it is. I think is. it's Oliver. Yeah. So my dogs are. Probably because he cut their hair. So, you know, I haven't been into uh, to the office for quite a while because, you know, I have been working excessive amount of mm-hmm. hours ollie stop it you're breaking my heart he's wimping and um yesterday i went into the office for the first time in a very long time and oh my god they went through it i got home and these dogs were just like oh my god i haven't seen you in a year (laughs) i bet i'm like what's what's going on relax we got this but anyway trisha darling trish trish how are you i'm here i'm here I'm queer. Get used to it. 
Sure. Uh, I mean, sure. we are. Sure. We are. The world still needs to at some point. Yeah, I know. I right. mean, I feel like, you know, if you were to expose yourself to new people, it's like you wouldn't care anyway. You're Trish wherever you go. Oh, no. I don't. Yeah. No. No? I don't care about what people. Well, that's. I care about what my friends think of me. Okay. But not random people. So in, uh, I'm it, a lot to handle. Oh, do we know? Yes, we know. Yeah. Yeah, you're a lot. Mm-hmm. You're a lot. But we love you for it, though. That's you. Yeah, I mean, like, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> Until you open the box. <laughs> <laughs> Which Does one of our personas peanuts? are we going to get you, today? Oh, you should have seen me yesterday. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord have mercy. Girl. Oh, but overall, the past week has been good? Yeah, it's been fine. Um, I do have an update. You do? Yeah. Okay. So, last night, I'm at home, and I'm cooking dinner. And I had just poured the olive oil into the pan. It was heating up. And then I put the garlic in. Okay. And all of a sudden, I got a notification that um, my friend request for my Starbucks (gasps) lover. Was it finally accepted? It was accepted. How long ago did you send it? I was uh, maybe like two weeks. Okay. Oh, so it's not that bad. Okay. No. So maybe he was busy. But... Oh, look who's messaging me right now. Um, We've been talking since last night, and so I burnt, I burnt the garlic. Oh, but that's okay. That's garlic exciting. gets sweet when you burn it. Yeah, well, it still came out fine, but still, I was like, motherfucker! Because <laughs> we were chatting. That message. That message, though. Yeah. Do you want to read it online? No? No. Uh, I, well, I had mentioned to him, I was like, you know, today was pretty tough. I went in to get my coffee and you weren't there or something like that. Aww. And he was like, well, I'll be in tomorrow should you want a coffee. Mm. <laughs> nice. Okay, so we're making moves. 2024 came in and he's like, wait, fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm making moves. I don't know. I, I mean, mean... This bitch is kicking in doors and uh, taking numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because we had an, like, an awkward like moment last night when we were talking. At one point I said, you know... Um, you know, if you ever want tickets to anything at the Schubert, let me know. And like, um, he was like, yeah, you know, that sounds great. Actually, I'm really interested to go see the show. And I was like, okay, well, I'll let you know tomorrow. Do you want me to give you my number and I can just text you? Or do you want me to message you here? He's like, here is fine. And I was like, Fuck. and that's okay because you know, you, you guys are still, Feeling that's normal. Out. That's normal. Don't read into it. I am reading into it. Yeah. Don't do it. It's okay. Sometimes people are very guarded with their hey, personal you, you, stuff. You, you have to be, you don't show him your crazy side until you're officially. <laughs> yeah. in a I don't know. You I see- had this same conversation with my daughter a couple of days ago. Yeah. Don't show the crazy. Don't show your crazy necessary. side until you're officially in a relationship. Yeah. Until you lock it down. Until you lock it down. Until then, lie a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to our advice, but do actually. <laughs> No, no, no. It's really good advice. Trust me. Because, I mean, otherwise, it's like, who the hell lands, you know, somebody when you're this crazy? You go out to your first dinner and they're like, you want a third glass of wine? No. No. Here's a funny Meanwhile, she's home (laughs) pre-gaming, trying to, like, keep an eye open. Like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm ready to go. Here's a funny one for you, because I I tell her that, but uh, a couple weeks ago, I don't know what we were doing, around Christmas. Um. So my daughter took a picture of us together, you know, she posts it out. She she normally does. And I guess he he saw the picture and they were just starting to talk and he was like, mm. Oh, 
Oh, uh, he looks he looks like a pretty cool guy. I hope you enjoy your time with him. I really Ooh. don't. Like he got, and she was like, whoa, 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 whoa. that's my dad. That's my dad. <laughs> that's my dad. Relax, bro. Relax. Mm, they get twisted quick. Yeah. Yeah, no, you, you, you got to let him feel it out. You let him feel it I'm, out. I'll let him feel out whatever yeah, the fuck okay. he wants to feel listen, out. Listen, <laughs> listen, you connected on Facebook and you're exchanging messages on Messenger. That's I know. Good. I felt like a, a like a psycho because I, like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, we're friends. That's and a then big I was like, step. And then I was like, hello. And then he looked through all your pictures because I'm oh, yeah, sure no, he did. It, it took him like a hot minute to get back to me because he was totally uh, totally absolutely you have totally. To. And yeah. he's gonna be like, okay, who's that? Who's no, that? You no, know, he's oh, gonna be like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Nick, no, Nick. I might still be pretty, but girl, I was tight back in the day. Mm, weren't we all? <laughs> weren't we all? And weren't I'm not talking about just had, my butthole. I had long hair and and that. That, what do you call that shit? A waist. That, a V. A, a waist. Right yeah, we, we don't remember what it's pel- called. With the pelvic bone. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, we that all... sexy shit everybody look at and be like, yummy. Uh-huh. Yeah. That shit is long gone. Uh, Been there, done that. Uh, My shit has well, several protective layers. That's good. That's wonderful, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I'm happy for you. Uh, so t- don't t- fuck it up. I was texting my coworkers last night and they were like, what the fuck? I was like, he accepted my friend for class. <laughs> oh That's my awesome. God. That's awesome. Congrats. God, I hope he's not. Does he know that you do a podcast? Uh, well, he did stalk my Facebook. Uh, well, we haven't posted anything like really like yeah. tagging each other for a hot No, minute. but it definitely says somewhere on there. About You're a host, podcaster. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. He'll figure it out eventually. Um, so, he's not from Starbucks. He's actually from <laughs> G Cafe. <laughs> so if you're if you're um, stalking, come join us on the show. Tell us what you really think about Nick. No, don't. Yeah, please do. I'll make sure. You know, we have a chair right here for you. You know, no one's been in that chair in a while. Yeah, we have to get somebody in the studio. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I should options. actually. We, yeah, we, got, we do. We do. We got both Tonys. Both yeah, Tonys. yeah. Both Tonys. Well, one Tony definitely needs to come on the show. Yeah. Uh, and the other Tony is just like hilarious. I yeah. fucking love that guy. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. Yeah, he is total sweetheart. He's funny. So, um, yeah. Full of knowledge. Full More of knowledge. than welcome. Those More boys, than welcome. Yeah. The yeah. chair's there. I should book some people too. We have so many yeah. emails. I know. I want to redo this studio. I want to paint in here. Like I want to do a dark, like no, navy dark blue. Colors. Navy blue. I, I want to. It'll make it look floating. smaller. That's okay. Why? How much bigger do you want us to be on camera? Why you want to put us back in a closet? Well, if the room looks smaller, we're going to look bigger, so (laughs) no. (laughs) It's amazing how they decide what colors go in my house. Yeah. Correct. (laughs) I mean, she's still waiting for me to paint one of these ceiling tiles rainbow color. Well, I was working toward a wall, but that's not going to happen. Oh, God, no. Why not? No, because this is a home. What if I wanted to like... Can we set the lights to rainbow? Is Is that a thing? I, I probably could, she but I need it. more lights. Like I need a whole bunch of lights set behind here, so that when you see the reflection, it's all rainbows. Like this one, for example, back here is white. Why is it white? Hold on. And um, and then if I change it, I can I can do like purple. I can do like green. I can do blue. I can do all the colors. But they're expensive light bulbs, girl. Oh, I know. They're I expensive. did all my house in them. You see, so that one turned a different color, and these got brighter. Yeah, that's all right. We see your beautiful face. Uh-huh. Oh my god, it's hurting. 
But anywho, um, so yeah, no. So we are 2024. Holy shit. shit, what the fuck? Mother Nature, <laughs> can you take your fucking medication? Yo, 50 this morning. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous, it but was it was gorgeous. fucking windy and, and that rain yesterday. And I put on this fucking heavy sweater because it's been so fucking cold. And I walk outside and I'm like, well, I'm not yeah. changing. I'm running yeah. late. So. <laughs> so shit happens. No, but Mother Nature, seriously, take your meds, girl. Yeah. It's like we were expecting a huge rainstorm. No, first it was snow. We were supposed to get like a foot of snow. Then it was like two inches. Then the, two days later, we're expecting a huge rainstorm with wind. We got put on call because, you know, we work for a power company. So mm-hmm. we have to, yeah. you, you know, know you get the sh- speech. Exactly. <laughs> Hello. You know, it's mandatory. Make sure that you're available. Blah, 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 blah. Fine. I'm, I'm okay. I, I ain't hear nothing. For, well, remember, I've been on vacation uh, since mm. December 15th. Have you now? Yeah. So. Oh, so you just got back I to the office. Back to the, so you were on vacation when you had COVID? So technically, the day I was due back at work was when I got sick. <laughs> well, So I worked see. from home. So I, I still work, but yeah, I work yeah, remotely. Yeah. So right. technically, yesterday was my first day back Wow! in the office. Wow. Since December 15th. Talk about feeling on. Like, I was like, why the hell are I like? I didn't want to be there. Let me tell you, so, <laughs> you got so, so used much to it. shit went yeah. down while you were at the oh, office. I'm sure. <laughs> and I'm in the middle of all of that. Of course you, know. you are. Yeah. No, it's, it's been insane. I, I'm still working all, all crazy kinds. There's all these issues and, and rebuilds and, and I'm, new programs they're, they're setting up. And yeah. yeah. When I left, it was coming it, to a head. I was like, I feel this like is going to go crazy. You guys are this. always working on a project for a new, like, database yeah. or a new billing system it's, i'm like yeah. i've known you for well far too long but <laughs> I, it's been a hot minute and i feel like every single time i talk to you i'm working on another project well i mean you know when you're good you're good and they only pull the best you know so i'm so wait 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 where am i they only pull the best so, you know, and then, you know, and then they get mad when I point shit out. I'm like, no, we can't throw that in there. And they're like, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, that's not right. And I was like, but yeah, it's, I, no, it's not. You know, it's, it's, it's that kind of situation. But no, it's, it's been crazy. And, and, you know, so I was knee deep in two projects that had uh, very strict deadlines. Yep. And uh, now I'm, I'm going into two more. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. What do you do? Great job. Here's more work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, that that's exactly what it is. Yeah. But, um, you know, in the end, you, you do what you got to do. You suck it up, get it done, get it out of the way, and then you move on. Yeah. But, um, no, aside from that, you know, aside from working all crazy kind of hours, um, I've been very chill. You know, we spent New Year's Eve and New Year's Day together, and then I had to work New Year's Day. Yeah, they called me in, and um, and then so we got that done, and that was you know crazy. I had a, a seventeen hour work day the following Thursday. It was insane, and um, but you know you, you just get it done. You get it yeah. done. And aside from that, I'm, I've been doing good. You know, I I've. Because I guess, I guess n- Tommy's gonna be able to cover Bora Bora for all three of us. Oh, bitch! <laughs> these faces. Look at these. Faces. Record these faces because they will no yeah. longer be here in 2025. <laughs> I'm just saying, he's a thinker. Yeah. Um, right? yeah, I got this. I got, got this. this. Speaking of Bora Bora, 
I've been watching videos online because I'm obsessed now, like trying to figure out how much exactly does this shit cost. It's going to be expensive. That's why we should go somewhere else. Like where? But it's my 50th. Well, Paul just went to um, Aruba. Aruba. And he said that like all in, it was like 4,000 bucks a person. Yeah, well. And it's beautiful there, too. Well, I'm sure it is, but it's not what I want. I mean, you guys don't have to come. I, I extended the the invitation, and I said, Bora, Oh, no, Bora. I'll come. I just need to borrow a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you, you extended the invitation. Oh, wait, you're going to put this on my credit card? You no. Oh, bitch. In Spanish, what they say is, el que invita paga. Not in this case, girl. El que invita paga. You invite, you pay. You know, it's like, and some of these YouTubers, right, so like they post a video and it's like 30 minutes long and then they'll tell you, I'm going to tell you how much it costs me to actually rent this room. And they wait until like 30 seconds before the video ends to tell you how much it costs. So you have to watch the whole goddamn fucking video. So you get sucked in and you're like, yeah, I'm going there no matter what it costs. No, but I mean, girl, I got, I can't. I mean, we'll see. We'll see where I'm at financially at that point. Between flights and oh my god! So just the room <clears throat> well, alone actually, is like twelve what? grand. I do want to marry see, rich. Twelve so. grand. Yes, <clears throat> for one person. For for a couple. Oh, right, because each <clears throat> hut, each each <clears throat> over the water villa, has a queen size bed. So typically, couples go and they stay there and they do things. So it's like twelve hundred dollars, like twelve thousand dollars. All right, you pay that. I'll sleep on the floor. No, I want my <laughs> own room. Fine, I'll sleep on the beach. I'll sleep. <laughs> That's probably an option on the outside deck. Yeah, I mean, and I- they speak French. <clears throat> Good luck <laughs> when they arrest you. You're gonna be like Chris. You're gonna wake up in a fucking. I have field of grass. I, I'll dye my hair blonde. I have blue eyes. I'll be fine. What? Merde. <laughs> That's all I know. Merci. Shit. Merde. That's shit. Mierda. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Merci. I cannot. No, but but you know, it's 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 what I'm hoping that I would get for my fiftieth, and if I can, I will give it to myself because it's what I want, right? And those that want to come, that you can come, and if you can't afford it, I will not force you. You don't have to come. Um, it it's, it feels good to think, you know, th- that someone thought that, you know, hey, maybe that's something I can do. But if that you can't swing awesome it, do. don't put yourself in debt for me. I'm going to have a gay old time by myself on that beach and running around that island or all those islands and all the resorts and all the boats. And yeah, I probably sleep all day long. That's what I would say. <laughs> Honestly. Like, on the you, hammock. No, I knew you'd be on FaceTime. How are my babies? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yes. So not a bad thing. Cycle. He's gonna bring them with him. No, God, no, no. They're staying behind. You're watching them. If you don't come, <laughs> do I get paid for it? No. Yeah. No. You get to stay here. No. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she does that anyway, yeah. so mm. it's not that bad. No. It's not that bad. <laughs> so, um, so you know, I've been meaning to ask you. So, didn't we have, um, what you're. Are you kidding me? Anyway, uh, didn't we have um, a, a re-grand opening for the, for the um, Pride Center? We're doing the ribbon cutting on the next week, on the 18th. Oh, they, they nice. found a new location? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we moved, yeah. Beautiful Where? location. Where? Uh, we are now in what was the Art Space building, so it's the same street, It's but it's right on the corner. It's much bigger. It's Where the arcade thing used to be in? Uh, no. 
sort of close to corner, it though. Corner of um, Barcade is it's it's the there, business before, it? yeah, right. And so it's the corner of of Crown Street and Orange. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. It's right there on that the corner. First floor, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's yeah. beautiful. So so <clears throat> the move was good. Everything was done. Yeah, everything was done. We're having a press conference and ribbon cutting on the 18th. Uh, so next week, which will be great. We'll have a little bit of a reception following it. Um, nice. So yeah, no, things are really good. I, I'm really excited about the space. I still actually haven't even gotten a full tour yet. So can I ask you, is this like, is this going to be like a public ribbon cutting? Yeah. Available to everyone? Yeah, the city of New Haven is running it. Oh, nice. So so it's, what time is this? Do we know? 11, I believe. In the morning? Yes. On Friday? Uh, I think it's a Thursday, actually. It's a Thursday. That's harsh, though. It's like, I want to go, but I have to work. 11th is tomorrow. 18th. The 18th. Oh, of this month? At 11. Yeah. Thursday, next week. Yeah. So the mayor will be there. He'll say some remarks. So will the executive director, maybe myself and Hope. Um, most likely I'll make Hope do it. I love Hope. She's such a sweetheart. She's awesome. Yeah. So good. Good. I'm glad because, you know, it's... it's, it's it, this past year, 2023, was a very, very crazy year for a lot of people. And it was also a very crazy year for many different spaces in a lot of different areas. And, you know, not to be left behind, of course, you know, we had that bomb threat that occurred at the Pride Center in in, in the summer, right before we were, wasn't that the same weekend or the same day? It was supposed date? to be Pride, yeah. Yeah, it was Pride. And we ended up rescheduling, and they ended up having Pride either way, and it was a beautiful event. Um, I went. I'm excited. I have a shirt upstairs, actually, that I have to wear at some point. But it was an amazing event, and so I'm I'm happy to see that you know they're in, they're settled, mm-hmm. they're ready to start. You know, um, it was a big expense business. though. So like, yeah. right now we're waiting for a lot of funding that's been pledged to the right. center to come through. So uh, our last board meeting, <laughs> um, you know, we do a financial update of what's coming in what's in the bank and all that stuff and we had just like fell under that threshold that i'm comfortable with and i think the executive director was nervous because i was like um we need to figure this out like now right and and, you (laughs) know i mean we did everything you know everything's fine everything all the you know it's just you know you'll apply for all this stuff and then Months later, you get the award notification, and then weeks later or months later, you get the check. I'm like, okay, we know the money's coming. Just fucking cut us a check. Right. It's like, hello, we need it. Like, right, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And and the beauty of, of the Pride Center and, and all of the centers throughout the state that have supported our community is that they offer uh, amazing, life-changing services, mm-hmm. right? You know, they're doing case management, they're doing programs for youth, they're doing programs for different things. And it's important to really support your local communities, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're the ones that, you know, are in the front lines. And you think about, you know, national level organizations like the HRC, and you think about, you know, GLAD, and you think about all of these other organizations, but, you know, and it's great to support them. Please do if you can, but also think about your local community centers, because those are by far the ones that impact (laughs) the people that live in your community the most. Yeah. And so if you can, you know, definitely do that. You know, we always say I donate every month to the Pride Center as much as I can. Um, but yeah, go to newhavenpridecenter.com. Is it dot org? Excuse me. 
And uh, make sure that, you know, if you can, if you live in the area, support your local, you know, your local centers. It's important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, it's when they're gone, it's hard to bring them back. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, congratulations to them. Um, And then make sure you fill us in. Yeah, no, opening. yeah, it it should be good. We're excited. I think what's really the most exciting thing, and I think I might have mentioned this on the show, but we do a lot of work with um, displaced uh, LGBTQ youth and LGBTQ, not, I wouldn't say youth, but 18 and above, right? right. Um, uh, would they be considered ad- adolescents? No, I no. young adults. Years. Young adults, young okay. Adults. Young adults. Um, who, you know... <laughs> don't have resources for like um you know how to interview how to write a resume you know and some of them are homeless and and now at the center which i thought was just such an amazing thing we have um an actual uh full shower uh we also provide interview clothes clothing so um if say there is a homeless individual that wants to or is applying for or interviewing for a job not only do we coach them for the interview that's awesome and i shouldn't say we i should say the center because i don't do the on the grounds work but not only coach them but um if they are homeless they can take a shower they can get dressed they can get ready and go to their interview right from the center that's amazing that's amazing see and that's the beauty of being able to to have donations and you know be able to, to provide all those services, which are important, right? It's like someone's interview is like one of the most critical, right? It's like you you wonder, I, I haven't had to interview in a very long time. I feel fortunate about that, right? But that's not the case for a lot of people. And and sometimes that interview is 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 the make or break moment, right? Mm-hmm. As you you move through or navigate the possibility of of going into a career and being able to to do that to have a place where you can go and get ready and and receive coaching services. You know, look, I haven't interviewed in a while either. I mean, I sort of kind of interviewed for the Schubert, but my last real interview was long war theater. And it was my first interview literally was over. I think it was over Skype. Cause it was way back then. So it must've been Skype and I was in mass and I interviewed and it was the day I found out my brother passed away. Oh, wow. And it was so bad. I mean, like, I, I said to my mom, I was like, I really should reschedule this. Like, they would not, like, if you, if your family, if a family member dies, like your brother, and you have an interview, they're not going to be like, well, fuck this person. They'll reschedule for you. But my mom was like, no, your brother would want you to do this. I'm like, mom, why would you say that? Aww. And so I went, and it was so bad. I mean, so bad. But you when, got it. I got it. But clearly when, when you I got the phone right. call back, I was like, do I want to work for this company? Like, do you know what I, I mean? Like, a, I was a hot <laughs> mess. <was> so bad. <laughs> so you never know. You never know. <laughs> but like, I'll never forget it. I was like, why are they calling me? Like, it was that oh, bad. just letting me know. That, let me down easy. <laughs> and oh then my God. I actually, a couple years, maybe a couple years into my job there, I, yeah, I sat down, I sat down with my supervisor at the time. I was like, I just have to ask you a question. Oh God. <laughs> Why did you what? even give me a second callback? And he was like, I'm like, that was a bad interview. He was like, yeah, that was real bad. Like, really bad. And I'm like, I was like, well, just so you know, that was the day my brother died. And he was like, oh, my God, Nick, why didn't you let me know? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was just like, well, mama told my me. My mom said I should do it. And he's like, yeah, no, um, 
the only reason we actually called you back was because uh, Nicole knew who was his counterpart. Um, some of my colleagues that I've worked with, well, a f- a several few of my colleagues, and I guess she had called around, and they were like, no, you should definitely talk to him again. And so, yeah. Yeah, hi- hire that psycho. Uh, he You'll was a hot him. mess, but... um. Call him back. <laughs> Nothing, nothing's really changed. Yeah. Though. I mean, you know, when no. you think about yeah. it, you know, he's still just as nutty. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. Awesome. All right. Well, we are, we are halfway through our, our show right now. So what we're going to do is I need to, I left my drink up. You know, what is it with me? To, it, second week in a row. This is the second week in a row that I leave my beverage upstairs. Uh, you did so, that when I was here last yeah. time too. I need. Oh, so this is an ongoing thing. Yeah. I have problems. I have issues that she need to be resolved. Onset. So, oh, onset <laughs> issues. So that being said, what we're going to do is we're going to take a break and we will be back with the dish. Be right back. All right, ladies and gents, welcome back from the break. Thank you for allowing us to take that little respite. We needed to go get our refreshments. At least I did because she was dry. But we are back. Uh, This is the dish episode of, excuse me, the dish part of our episode. She's already speaking cursive. And it's not even (laughs) half hour in. Great. Um but anyway, we're back. We're going to talk about some stories that we have lined up for you today. They're not that many, but they're good ones. So I'm going to toss it over to Trish first because she's got a story. Why do you always do that to me? Well, do you want me to go first? Yeah, because I, I just want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, just to uh, let you all know, you know, I, I, apparently I, I, I was living under a rock. Uh, the Emmys. Not only were were we just had what were what's not the Oscars? What's the Academy? No, the Academy Awards are the Oscars. The Golden Globes were yesterday or Sunday, I believe, and apparently the Emmys happened as well. And I'm like, where the fuck was I? But anyway, RuPaul, um, obviously we know he uh, hosts Drag Race, has won his eighth consecutive Emmy Award for Outstanding Reality TV Host for Drag Race. And, you know, um, say what you will about Drag Race. And, you know, you may like it, you may not. Um, I have my favorites and then I have my moments and where I'm like, okay, well, you know, really don't care for this character or that character. But that is that is an amazing accomplishment to win an Emmy for Best Host eight consecutive times in a row for a show that, you know, not too long ago, I mean, if, if we remember in 2023, drag queens were being attacked left and right. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And I think it's awesome. Yeah. You know, and... and I'm... I, I What I will say... What you will say, okay. And I'll probably get slammed for saying this, is I'm actually surprised Rue won during COVID. Did you see the show during COVID? It was a hot mess. It wasn't necessarily a hot mess. Oh, I think it was. But like, I'm like, girl. Yeah. Well, it was COVID. You we're all allowed to like not, you know, be at 100%. I mean, it was. We were all pivoting, right? We were at a point in time we yeah, were trying but to I figure still out know how to beat my face. <laughs> oh, she's definitely getting slammed for this. No, I, I will tell you. I mean, <laughs> listen, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, there, there are moments where I'm like, girl, who did your makeup? Who did your hair? But, the, you know, there are moments that she's rock solid, and then there were just moments oh, that... Oh, no, she's beautiful in both male and female. Right. But, like, 
Yeah, no, there are times where I I look and I'm like, all right. So, because you know that I recently found out that she has certain individuals who've had uh, participated in some of her competitions over the years to her makeup. Mm hmm. And um, so I, I think if I'm not mistaking, Raja was a contestant, oh my God, like a decade ago. Don't kill me for that, but it seems that long. I mean, we're on what season? Like season 900? Yeah. Um, it's and Grey's so, Anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Grey's Anatomy of like drag. And, you know, apparently like Raja was doing her makeup for a hot minute and then Raven was another contestant, was doing her makeup for a hot minute. So she has a lot of people do her makeup. And I'm like, okay, well, girl, you know, you're known for, for your looks. But sometimes she comes out and I'm like, eh, oh, I don't know about that. But but it makes me happy. You know, the reason why I wanted to talk about this story a little bit and, and bring to light the fact that you know she's now won eight consecutive Emmy Awards for her hosting duties on Drag Race is because, you know, the drag community went through the fucking ringer last year. They're still going through it. They're still going through it. But, you know, I mean, when you think about lawsuits, when you think about Florida, it's always when you think about Republicans and Republicans and their targets. And so, you know, I, I think they moved away from, from drag Queens and transgender individuals. And they're moving now to D E and I, we can talk about that at a later date. It's fucking horrible. What? Oh yeah, they're attacking diversity, equity, oh, and well, inclusion. Yeah, no, now. no, no. We 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 sort of did cover this on a story a while back where they where um government in some states they were trying to pass a law where the government wouldn't fund uh public colleges with DEI yeah. or yeah. fund DEI initiatives at public at colleges. Public schools, yeah. Well, they're going full fledged on this shit now. It's it's the new thing. It's all of a sudden it's all about DEI oh, and I just want to take a moment, okay, because <laughs> all right, just because like applying for a grant these days mm-hmm. half the application is DEI initiatives. Yeah. Literally, they want to know what you're doing to be inclusive, what you're doing to change right. the narrative and the stereotype. I mean, not I wouldn't even say half. I would say 95%. Actually, so, almost 100% of them. So their new initiative now is, you know, attacking DEI, saying that it's basically reverse um, racism. So all of these organizations that can't get funding from their state now are going to have to apply to other you know, other foundations or whatnot to get the, get the funding they need. But at the same time, I'm like, what kind of state would remove DEI work when that's literally what everyone is looking for right now? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a thing, right? And they're talking. So I I don't want to get away from the steel roost thunder, but this is important. So they're talking about, um, for example, how certain um, corporations now are really looking into whether or not they even want to support DEI in their organizations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our organization. What corporations? Oh, there, there's a there's I don't know. I don't have the list, but, you know, they're, they're taught. It's, it's a big thing. It's, it's happening. Yeah. Well, let me just say, don't work there. Yeah, exactly. Plain and simple. Um, but, yeah, no, the Republicans are basically spinning it as reverse um, racism. Right. Where you're oh giving an God. opportunity to somebody who may not necessarily deserve it. And that now you're treating white people 
um, you know, as second class citizens because, you know, you're preferring to give opportunities okay. to people so, uh, because of the color of their skin or, or their background or et cetera, whatever the case is. As a white man mm. with blue eyes. We get it. You have blue eyes. It's girl. hard you're beautiful. to say this out loud, but reverse racism isn't a fucking thing. Okay. It's say not it a, again. Reverse racism isn't a fucking thing. Thank you. What it is is white people mm-hmm. feeling like they're losing their status uh-huh. and they are afraid to invest in the entire population of America or whatever country you're in mm-hmm. because if they do that, they're going to lose their fucking power. Right. And the reality is that's not necessarily the case, but all of these uh, you know, uh, marginalized groups for so long have been uh, we haven't invested in them. We have not taken the time to actually, you know, give them the resources that they need. And then we claim that people that are homeless are bad or that the, uh, you know, uh, education rate in a certain community is so low because of this or that. No, it's because we're not investing in those communities. Right. So if we actually invest in those communities, we can actually see a benefit for everyone because contrary to popular belief, White people don't have all the fucking answers. Clearly, they don't have all the fucking answers. And they answers. have not for very and long time. And there are some really amazing, amazing people in marginalized communities that can make true change. Mm-hmm. And if we don't actually invest in them, that's investing in a fucking marginalized community is not reverse racism. Well, that's what they're pushing. It's bullshit. It doesn't make yeah. any fucking I, sense. I agree with you 100%. That's called I mean, white fragility, bitch. And and you know what it is? It's it's attacking their, their white privilege and they're feeling some kind of way. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Screw you. That's your problem. I have... So, you know, like, there there is someone... Uh, in in my Facebook realm of of acquaintances that likes to frequent our safe spaces often, but constantly attacks DEI, constantly because they atta- feel threatened. They feel threatened. I'm like, but, girl, I'm not threatening you, you know, but yet you have no problem with coming into our spaces to throw on your girl clothes and feel safe so that you can do what you need to do. But, but you, then you know, you know why they feel threatened? Right. They feel threatened because what. A lot of the work is it's hard work. It's not easy to hear some of the stuff that, you know, that that comes out of the work that you're doing. Right. It makes and, you feel uncomfortable, but you have to dig into that uncomfortableness and deal with the but, fact that. But then you have those people in the room, those it's hard to say, but those white people, including myself, sometimes it's like you almost feel attacked. Like you can't even say anything. And you're like, no, that's, that's not the case. What you're doing is, is you're learning from an experience that you've never had to experience. Oh, greed. 100%. So I don't know. And like, instead of feeling attacked and like feeling like you need to say something, take a moment to sit back and listen. Right. And I will tell you that there's a lot of companies um, that have, you know, seen an increase in productivity, an increase in employee participation and many in a myriad of different products or excuse me, programs uh, because of the initiatives that they have implemented for DEI. Yeah, right. I mean, and like, we're not asking, you know, 
with this work, we're not asking to remove seats from the table. We're asking people to make room at the table. Exactly. Right? Like, we want all the voices in the room. Right. So if you have 12 seats, add six more and invite people that ordinarily would not be sitting around that table. You know... To bring you a a different perspective. You know, so what was... um, What struck me recently and... So where I work, um, we have a leader of color, right? So Mm -hmm. Anthony is our executive director. And then um, this past year, we uh, elected and voted um, our chair of the board um, as a woman of color. And I think we are the first arts organization in, in the state of Connecticut to have both a chair of the board that's a leader of color and an executive director of color in the state of Connecticut. And Which like, is great. It's great, but it blows my mind that in 2024, we have we, to do we, that. We may be the first. You're you're making um, major changes. Mm-hmm. It's something yeah. that should have happened way. Right. And you're paving and, the road. Yeah. But it's beyond that too, because like our chair of the board, uh, she, she was the first meeting I ever went on when I started in fundraising. She was one of was the first person I met with. And to this day, I will call her. I will use her as a sounding board. She's a brilliant, strong woman. And I'm like, why would you not want this person at the fucking table? Exactly. That voice in the room makes a fucking difference. Right. And so the only thing that I can think of is someone who's feeling threatened. Yeah. And and it's sad. Because our experiences at work are my whole attitude at work is completely different yeah, now yeah and it has been since 2020 oh yeah the, the, you, there's a f- that you get that feeling of recognition right right and you feel seen mm-hmm. feel right. seen which is the main thing especially in the corporate in the corporate world right. yeah you know just feeling like like you're just being seen and acknowledged yeah you know hey can i get your feedback on this you know it makes you feel like you're part of a team that actually values you and 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 not only the color of your skin, but yeah. what you bring to the fucking yeah, table. What you bring right. to the table. But I also think it's important to note that DEI, I think a lot of people hear it and they're like, oh, this is about race. It's not just about race. Right. This is a fucking gay show. It's about equality. It's yeah. about not only race, right. but LGBT people in the workplace, handicapped people in the workplace. Right. It's about the fucking inclusive umbrella. It's about learning everybody's experiencing experiences and understanding how to like work with them and work together for a better future. Right. So I, I just, RuPaul, congratulations. We moved on anyway. um, (laughs) No, 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 but, but it's, it's a very important topic. And you know, I will tell you that. So here's my experience as a gay man. I'm not hiding at work. You know that I worked there for 17 years. Girl, everybody knows I'm a gay man, but you know what? Um, I worked up the courage when they asked me to do a, a spotlight about me. This was in 2019 or 2018, I think it was. It was when I nominated the yeah, the remember. Pride Center, mm-hmm. um, and you know that was a big thing. It was me, you know, vocally expressing who I was, not caring about what my coworkers thought about me, but you know, understanding that I bring a, a unique perspective to the workforce. But I also come in and I handle my business and I do my work. But I want you to respect me as the human that I am everything that I am, all of me, mm-hmm. right? And so I said, fine, I'll do it. And the following year, you know, during COVID, they were like, well, you know, we're looking into creating uh, these business resource groups. And um, and I got an email from someone who I didn't know 
And she was like, oh, well, you know, we're looking to start an LGBTQ plus group. And we know you're gay. And she was like, and I think that you would be really great at it. And at first I was really offended at it. I was I was offended about that. I'm like, wait, you're writing to me like who who are you? And and how do how do you get off presuming to think that, you know, I'm out at work or whatever the case may be? And then I forgot. I'm like, I did a whole fucking spread. They did like a whole fucking story on my experience with nominating the Pride Center. And I'm like, okay, Tom, sit the fuck down and let's respond to this individual. Say, how may I help? And that's what I did. And then eventually we started the pride group uh, at work and it's been insanely crazy and successful. And we have a lot of people that are out now as a result of that. We had our first transgender person come out publicly at work, go through the process of changing her name at work and being able to work as herself Mm -hmm. at work, which was huge. Uh, And we have a lot of allies that are necessarily not part of our community, but are there to support. And let me tell you, we there's one individual that just goes above and beyond all the time, and she's just fucking great, and we love her. I don't want to mention her name, obviously, because, you know, this is... I know it doesn't start with an R. Actually, it, it does. does. Oh. It does. It actually does. Um, but she is wonderful. She's incredible. Well, that was she's so on the nose. Yes, girl. She's amazing. And, you know, she's awesome. we she's have great. developed a little family of work and, and our energy is infectious, right? That was only possible because of the DEI initiative mm-hmm. at work. We have a, a, whole, a family that, that spans coast to coast. Yeah. We have employees in in Oregon, we have employees in, you know, on the West Coast, on the East Coast, Maine, North, South, Mexico. Mexico. We have employees in Brazil. We Brazil, have employees yeah. in Spain that all interact and make it work. And it's beautiful. And so for all of you that are feeling butthurt, you know, that, you know, I'm sorry, you don't get to control the conversation anymore. Fuck you. It's, you know, it sucks to be you. I don't mm-hmm. know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. It's a new day. And to all the Republicans out there that are sort of kind of saying that, you know, DEI is reverse racism, clearly. Take a look at yourself. There's a reason you feel that way. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I I, I will say, too, the only other thing I will say is that I think that there is a um, there is a smart way um, and, you know, an educated way to go about um, bringing DEI work to the workplace and right. to and into um, any type of organization. And there's a wrong way. Right. And I've experienced both. Mm-hmm. Um, and to the point of white fragility, when I experienced the other way, um, that it was almost like shoved down your throat, um, get on board or, or get the fuck out kind of a situation um, without providing the training, the education you're it's always, it's always met with you're wrong. No, that's racist or whatever it is without the training and the education. That is the wrong way to go about it. And that's how you're going to, that that's how you can continue this, this, this rhetoric and this concept of, um, you know, reverse racism or white fragility, right? right? Because the reality is I am now and have been in a situation where, okay, you don't, you don't get it. So let's talk about it. Right. 
You know what I mean? Like, I think that's important because it's not, I think some people do get offended. I've been offended. You know, like, you know how impactful D and I was for, for our company. We have a host section under the sexual harassment training that we're all required to take specifically geared towards the LGBTQ plus community and transgender for folks working in the workforce. And I think that's so important. It's beautiful. But the thing is your company is doing it right. They're providing right. the resources, the education, the space the training, mm-hmm. the training. <laughs> the training. If you don't yeah. provide those things yeah. and you just say it's this way or that way, get out. Right. It's well, that, n- that's the other thing. That's, that's also, you also have individuals that take it to the next extreme, right? So it's, I know that there's a video that's gone around and I, and I've seen it a couple of times where there's the lady that she's singing. She's saying my, my, uh, pronouns are not, rec- not, are not, uh, what was it? What? Negotiable or, or yeah, they're, they're mandatory. And then the guy responds, how am I supposed to know how to address you? You know, and his response is like, how do I address you if I'm just meeting you? Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't walk into a room. I can't walk into a room, see you two guys sitting here, and then I'm going to say, hey, how how are you doing? You know, you're having a conversation. Hey, hey, Chris, or, or hey, Tom, or yeah. hey, Nick, let's, and you're going to tell me, no, that's not my name. My name is Trish. You're, you're automatically assuming my name is, well, if you don't tell me this, I don't right. know this. It, you can't it, assume yeah. for people. Yeah. Right. So, and so you have your extremes, right? Where you have people where they, they want to come down your throat because you may have misgendered them, right? Yeah. And that's kind of what I was alluding <laughs> yeah, to, right? Yeah. Right. So, and, and it, there's, it can, it can we address that. Yeah, we yeah. address that in, in our training, right? Yeah. Like, if you misgender someone, for example, apologize and say, I'm sorry, right? That's important. It's very easy. Uh, apologies can be very difficult, but also can, very easy. I still do that. Right, and then you say, okay, I'm sorry, this is a learning moment, teach me. What am yeah. I missing here, right? You know, it was, it was, it's actually funny when, you know, it's to flip it a little bit, right? So I had a conversation with um, a colleague of mine who was dealing with a trans bathroom thing at, right. at the theater, right? Um, and he asked me to come into the office and he like read through the email and he was like, I just, I don't know. I don't know what to do here, right? I can't talk about specifics, right? So yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. That's perfectly fine. But we like, understand yeah. that. But, like, they're a person of color, mm-hmm. and they've taught me a lot. And I had a moment where they trusted me enough to say, hey, I need your input. Yeah. Because this is not my wheelhouse. Right. And, like, that, that is actual productive work yeah of course it is especially when it makes change right exactly and not only that but it brings understanding to someone who may necessarily uh may have not necessarily had the cap the, the capacity to process or what understand was why that that question or um request was so important yeah. right I, right you have to also it's, keep in mind that individuals are hired in companies sometimes and they assume Management should know this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and, it's a learning and, curve yeah, for and everyone. It's a learning involved. curve, and 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 I think that that's a big, big part of it. Not just the company, but the employees themselves addressing right. it correctly. Yeah, I think you know? I, yeah, you're saying exactly everything right. It's like instead of popping off, yeah, I mean you can pop off if it continues to happen. Oh, but yeah, instead no, of but popping off, yeah. take a moment and right. say, hey, let's have a conversation. Yeah. yeah. 
let's educate your fellow people, your fellow companions yeah, in life, and, 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 and guide them in the right direction. Yeah, and, and, and they it refuse. Takes, and it takes several times. To- I mean, not to beat a dead horse, right, with a stick, as they say, but, you know, sometimes you... I, I've done it myself where, you know, we've, I know there was in the past we were discussing a, an artist and I kept saying he and you guys kept correcting me. Mm. She, right. you know, and I was like, and it's just, it's just. Well, and it's other things too. It's right? not meant harmful. It's just right. people. And I guess with us, the older generation, right? We, we grew up, you know, mm-hmm. we go right. by what we see. Right. Yeah. For right. us, for, for us, us gender, been, yeah, gender's what we see, and not everybody identifies right. that yeah. way any longer. You know, so that's a big change. Yeah, it is for a lot of people, and, and, I, and, and people I, need to to understand that as well. I also think like a lot of people don't, they can't, they it's so ingrained in their you know in their mind what it is that it's it's hard for them to shift their verbiage which yep. i still struggle with and time. so when i screw up i acknowledge it right right all you know, the time. i actually had an experience we can move on after this if, no 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 go, like, go, i had an experience that um i didn't even like clock so we were i was at an event and we were doing um we were doing a um <sighs> guess who the kid is kind of thing. And like, if you won, you got to, Oh, I remember this. Did I tell the story on the show? Yeah, but please, Jay wasn't here. I don't think I I recall that. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, you know, if you, if you guess, (laughs) guess who the baby is, you get a prize. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, one of, one of my friends walked away and I was like, that's, Oh, I kind of, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, Yeah. And come to find out, you know, they were the only black woman in the room. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, it really, it just, you don't realize it, it was yeah. something that really like it's impactful. It struck yeah. her. And yeah. I, you know, I actually didn't participate. I didn't provide my, my photo, but like the, the funny thing is, is I, one of my good, good friends. And that's not even something that I thought about. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And it just makes you like think in such a broader way. Yeah, it, it, it's, it really it's, opens it's your eyes. Right. So, so the, the, the activity was meant to bring, employees closer together and and kind of create a bond correct and it create and it did just the opposite because right. it it kind of you know and it may have been part, unintended it, it right was un- intended but oh, it was totally in- yeah. un- unintentional but like i think not only did it not bring people together but what what it did it brings understanding about other people's uh, uh, uh beliefs and and how they're see how they're perceived mm-hmm. right yeah. What do we learn from that, though? We're never doing that never exercise doing again, <laughs> no. right? That's a hard. So, task. so you know, and 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 that's the thing. So, the beauty about all of this is that it allows you, as as an individual and as a group, to figure out, okay, that worked, that didn't work, and I need to remember that this is the reason why. Let's be more thoughtful, right, on how we approach activities that involve a group because you just have to be very careful about how your your you know your your exercise or whatever it is that you're planning you didn't think through that okay how does this affect everyone as a group how does this affect individuals and is this an adequate or an appropriate exercise for a team meeting a group um, it just makes you crit, you know, think critically. It just, it it activates your ability for your brain to really function on all cylinders, right? What I do when what, you ask the right questions. Yeah, but I, the only thing I will say is that I I wish 
that the individual um, would have said something prior to the event. You know, like pulled pull, pulled the people that were p- planning the event. Yeah, just decide and, and, and yeah. say, and just, and sometimes they're not comfortable. In no, doing and that. if you're not comfortable, that's completely yeah. okay. Right. But like, you know, seeing seeing how it affected that individual was like, oh God, I wish I wish somebody caught it. Yeah, right. But again, um, we're also looking at activities and events that have that have been in place and companies have used for years. Yeah. Right. Right. So. Thinking uh, on you know on a on a more management level, right? You're thinking, okay, I need to figure something out for the group. Let's, right. you know, it's like it's like saying, like our company decides, hey, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a trip to the beach. We're all gonna go swimming, right? Half the people might not know how to swim, yeah, right. Mm. So right. you have to. You don't think about it. If it's something that the company has always done, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's still the right way of doing it. So I mean, I'll give you an example. So we have a myriad of different employees from different places. That was a big word. Different, you know, religions, etc. So we were doing a gathering for the billing group and as part of our billing group we have individuals that are um Muslim, we have individuals that are Indian, we have individuals that are Latinos, we have individuals that are white, we have individuals that are black and we were doing a potluck, right? And so we were like, okay, well, how do we make it work? So we all got together and we talked about, okay, um, who are the, the, the key groups, right? And figure out, okay, what is something that traditionally is something that you eat that is or could potentially be something favorable for the group? Pick something. We'll order from that restaurant. So we ordered from an Indian restaurant, right? And we got like a different versions of chicken. And then we ordered from a seafood place that we know specifically catered to, um, you know, the black community and and the type of seafood and food that they love to eat, collard greens, things like that. And then we ordered, obviously we made like rice and beans. So, you know, the Latinos were represented. We had a very, very good like showing and everybody really enjoyed each other. Um, and we all respected each other, but we all got an opportunity to learn and try things from different cultures, which was great. And I walked in, and I was like, "Where's the white meat?" <laughs> there she is. No, but but it's it's just you know, if you do the work, right? If you do the work, it all falls into place. But you have to be willing to do the work, and if you're not willing to do that, then you you are the last man. Yeah, I, th- I think you see a lot, of, a lot of this more often within corporate situations right. because of the the array of people and, mm-hmm. and right. the amount of people that may work. Smaller, pl- smaller businesses don't necessarily see that happen. And I've worked on both sides yeah. right. at one point or another. Um, so yeah, there's there's definitely it's there, it's challenges. Um, right. Again, because you get used to doing something a certain way, doesn't necessarily mean that that still works today. Right. Um, so it's it's again um if you're uncomfortable with it again sometimes you don't feel comfortable addressing it but a lot of times it takes you you know to to get in that uncomfortable position and let people know you know and it shouldn't be just a hey once i told them you know mm-hmm. once i told them this happened and they did nothing about it i'll tell you 20 times <laughs> yeah exactly and and i think it, it it becomes challenging sometimes because people, and I've seen 
totally the opposite, where the person never corrects you or addresses you. And then they turn around and they want to, you know, file a complaint or, you know, sue because they felt they were treated incorrectly. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it, I've, I've seen it happen recently with a friend of mine right. where he was training a new employee at a different company, not ours. Um, well, thankfully. Yeah. That would be the, awkward. The employee and he, you know, he was in train in training a, a fellow employee, male, who who is of the LGBT community. Um, and he was like, Oh, come on, you know, let me show you this and come here and hey, you know, hey, dude, come here, da, 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 you know, whole week training. Friend gets called into HR because he never addressed him as she by his by her pronouns. Right. And he goes, but I was never told right. she went by this pronouns right and that that's that's a learning moment for, yeah, HR, for hr right because yeah. first and foremost did hr know exactly. right how are we going to approach this we've decided to hire this individual we need to have you know policies in place and and you know um a we need to have a plan on how we we intend to incorporate the different aspects of people's identity yeah, in, in yeah. the workforce. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it, and it's, you know, sometimes people don't, don't address it correctly and they right. go about it the wrong way. Right. The, I think saving grace in a way was for my friend was that his best friend is trans. Right. Right. So female to male, his best friend's female to male. So he knows, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's complete. He went, with her through the whole process, surgery and all. He knows how to address a person correctly. So he goes, how can you try and sit here and tell me that, you know, yeah, he present, he's, he's six feet tall, 280 pounds, full beard and mustache, never corrects me. And I'm supposed to guess his pronouns. Yeah. Right. Not you know, okay. No, yeah, I, yeah. I think it's, you know, it, we all have to do our we, part we have making to do sure. Our part right, to, yeah. Right. Be better. Right. To be better. Yeah. It's, so it's, it's that's a very, parts, absolutely. It's a very uncomfortable situation. Uh, yep. All right. Well, I think that was a very healthy discussion. Uh, we did have other stories. Clearly we didn't get to those and we're not gonna. So oh, mine's really quick, really quick <laughs> and really sweet. Of course. Go for it. Gay animals. Gay, oh, boy. oh, Okay. Let's go. Okay, so a pair of male swans at Australia uh, Australian Zoo were given the opportunity to express their fatherly instincts Yay. this year with a 3D printed egg. Oh, come on. Um, earlier this month, uh, Zoo's Victoria posted the story of Billy and Elliot. Billy, wait, did we talk about Billy and Elliot before? No, they no. are. We've new. talked about magic and Sven. And Sven, and, and, right. Yeah. Um, so two male black swan um, swans at the Melbourne Zoo. Um, they were the pair was a rescue after being attacked by dogs and have remained at the zoo ever since. In the spring during mating season, they began courting each other. Um, while they chose not to sit on the egg, the people that work at the uh, zoo think that they still need to work on. Uh, the printing and and making it a little bit more realistic, realistic. Yeah, um, but I feel like the 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 two they're black swans. Yeah, I I think that's you and your and your and your um and your um Starbucks guy. 
<laughs> maybe, maybe you're talking about what's gonna eventually happen. You're gonna, gonna sit gonna there and fucking like three D egg. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Oh, you're gonna sit on that three D egg, all right? I'll be fine with that. Oh my! Oh my God! They're gorgeous. They're gorgeous swans. They are. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I like the headline actually on this on this thing. Melbourne Zoo's gay swans make egg exceptional parents to yes. 3D printed offspring. Mm-hmm. That's cute. So yeah, they were eggs. So yeah. we have more gay animals and it's adorable. But you know what I was thinking is you know how swans can be really aggressive? Uh-huh. Imagine two gay swans. Oh my god. They would be like Nick. They would be like you. Yeah. Like, they sit there and judge people as they walk by. Oh, 100%. They're like, look at this bitch. <laughs> look at this. Did you see what she was wearing? Why is she wearing flannel with fucking like tool? Why like, is you there don't a do duck that? in our pond? Hello? Like, what's up with this fish? I'm about to bite it. There goes the neighborhood. Uh-huh. <laughs> These bitches gave us a fake egg. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, give me the real thing. I know something's going to pop out. You know they're going to steal one. Of course they are. <laughs> You know, they're just they're just, they're gonna redecorate the, the 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 pen or wherever they live, right? Oh, they built a nest and everything. No, so they built the nest, but I'm saying they're just gonna redecorate everything. They're gonna be like Trish. They're gonna be like you. They're gonna be like, okay, rainbow here, rainbow there. I need you to paint this rock rainbow, like mm-hmm. right now, like yesterday, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like yesterday. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome, though. Yeah, it was a cute story. That's awesome. It's cute. Well, thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. I always love gay animals. All right. Well, I'm going to toss it over uh, to Trish. Um, Give her some love. I'm going to give her some love. Wait, let me bring this up. Hey, everybody. Here's Mama Kim's Minute. Number one, new research finds bisexual genes for the first time, and they are reproductively adventurous. Huh? Advantageous. Okay. I don't know what that means, so check out the article. Number two, Andrew Scott perfectly explains why openly gay is a term no one should be using anymore. Because we don't have to be openly gay. We should just be gay, most likely. Um, Truth. mm -hmm. It's a liberated space. It's not a closet anymore. Exactly. Number three, this mom perfectly explains what being gay is for her four-year-old. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to read that story. All right. Well, Jaybird, um, it is your turn. I'm going to toss it over to you. All righty. On this day in gay history, brought to you by Gay Talk 2.0 and LGBTQ podcast. You were there. You were LGBTQ podcast. So this day, January 10th, 1978, in Maryland, the good old US born the next year. Yeah, Gay Married Men's Association meets for the first time in Bethesda. Organize the meeting in Bethesda organizes thirty-five men who are married to women and have attractions to men. The support group continues to meet in Washington D.C. today. I should make a trip there one time. I was literally thinking <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, but he's bisexual, so well, we have to acknowledge yeah. his bisexuality. Yeah, See, well, we're I learning. Mean, we learn. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what it's all about. Yeah, and here we go. Oh wait, 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 wait! We've got something new. Yes, we do have a little new segment today. I figured, you know what? Let's shake things up a little bit in 2024. So I'm going to do something that's called "Who Won the Week." It could be about anything. It could be anyone. It could be in any genre of conversation or topic. I think I know yours already. (laughs) Do you? Yeah. Do you know my? Yeah. Who is it? Hunter. 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I'll kick it out. So yeah. Hunter Biden for me won the week today. So as you know, the congressional uh, committee in Congress has been asking or demanding that Hunter Biden actually go to Congress and testify, but they want him to do it behind closed doors. And he has been saying he has actually showed up in Congress numerous occasions on the steps of the uh, of, of the Capitol saying, I will testify in public. I want a public hearing. And they refused to give it to him. So today, that same congressional committee had a, a session to actually vote on holding him in contempt to Congress, meaning that he didn't want to testify. Well, guess who showed up like a true boss, unannounced, sat in the background, and just put his seat on a butt and... His butt on a seat. His butt on a seat. And people lost their fucking mind. Hunter. So, so he that. went and sat down. And then, of course, the... the, the <laughs> I, I like the way he exited. Of course. It, so, but but he sat down, and then the the Democrats in the committee were like, "Okay, well, he's here. He's ready to testify. We're literally here to vote on him being in contempt of Congress. He's sitting in the chamber. Who wants to him to testify now?" And they raised his hands. They raised their hands, and Republicans silent. Yep, they don't want it. They don't want nothing to do with that. Marjorie Taylor Greene had her little moment. Everybody well, freaked the fuck out. He, it was a shit walked, show. He walked out before when she came up to speak. So yeah, but I think he was there prior to that. Right. Um, I think he said there for like half hour. Yeah. And then says nobody ever called him. As soon as Marjorie Taylor Greene went to speak, he got up and walked away right before she even started. It was speaking. amazing. So. <laughs> so anyway, the shit show was awesome. So Hunter Biden just absolutely won the fucking week for me. So Jay Bird. Who won the that, week for you? I, I have to agree with that one because I, I was actually looking at the articles uh, just before I came in earlier. Today. That was a boss move. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was pretty good. So All I got to right. give it to him as well. Trisha, you would. Who won the week for you? Oh, my God, why? Uh, oh, my God, why? I did. You did. <laughs> Tell us why you won the week. No, honestly, I think Dan Levy for me. There's been a lot of like conversation about his uh, new movie. Yes. Tell us why he won the week. It's a very good movie. Uh, you should check it out. It's called Good Grief. It's about loss and love in a gay relationship and friendship and helping one another through tough time, but then also being tough enough to say, all right, get the fuck up. Right. Um, really beautiful story. But I think the reason for me he won the week was because I'm not sure why. I've been trying to figure it out. I've been... Reading he, some he articles, wrote, right? He wrote and directed. He, he and, wrote and, and acted. Yeah, he did um, all three. But there, there's some personal connection to the loss. Yeah, um, which we all know. I've lost uh, people in right. my life, um, and having the strength to tell a story like that, um, especially reflected um, LGBTQ couples, um, really powerful because we need to see more of, you know, not the red, white, and royal blue perfect. Love story. Right. Yeah. You know, life can be tough. And right. um, knowing that you're not alone is really, really special. I mean, Absolutely. you're talking about the creator, one of the creators of Shit's Creek, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know that anything that he does at this point is going to be very LGBTQ plus centric. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. So, and, and which is great. We, and we need like that. the wine, not the label. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. <laughs> so, Hunter for us. Dan Levy for you. Levy? 
Levy. Levy, for you, um, which makes perfect sense. And those are the two individuals that won the week on K-Talk 2.0. So stay tuned next week. So you never know. Yeah. It changes. Um, all right. So, uh, Jaybird, you can oh, now take it away. Moving on, on. If you love the show, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite broadcast broadcasting oh my god podcasting service <laughs> by subscribing you get the latest and greatest of our show delivered right to your favorite device or web browser as soon as the episode is published you can also support us on patreon with patreon you our listeners can help support the show with a pledged donation the donations are collected monthly that's my spanish always wants to come out one way or another the donations are collected monthly and can be in any denomination of one dollar or more more is always appreciated yes Yes. it is all right everybody bora bora okay hold on hold on i'm coming i'm coming i'm coming Get the Future Method and all other products today. All products are doctor-developed and can clean out without hurting your bum. Take confidence anywhere with the anal powder packs and now increase your stretch goals with the three-piece anal dilation kit. Visit futuremethod.com to purchase purchase your life-changing bum cleanser or bum accessory today. Yas, queen. (laughs) Jaybird? I guess uh, receiving... Chris's uh, invite today. We didn't talk about that. That's uh, right. So I will go back to his old put a rubber on it. Okay. Something yeah. he doesn't tend to do, but to, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. Chris, congrats. Again. That's right. We got our save the date. Save the date for Chris. It's happening. I respectfully and decline. <gasps> Nasty. And Stephen. And Stephen. Stephen. He's getting a new last name. I cannot. Yeah. That's gonna, let's see if he. I wonder if he's gonna hyphenate the way they wrote it on the invite. You never know. You never know. I guess we'll have to wait to find she, out. She needs until, to. Until start she posted it over. on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, oh, she we'll needs see. a do-over. Definitely. She totally needs <laughs> a do-over. We love her. She's our. She's our hot mess. Yeah. Okay. Some, our show be somebody's is. Hot mess. <laughs> our. Sh- our show is available on our website, gaytalk20.com, under audio podcast. It is also available as a free download on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher Radio. Nick? All right. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Gay Talk 2.0, Instagram, Gay Talk 2.0. You can email us at gaytalk2.0 at gaytalk20.com. Tom, it's your turn. Oh, my God. He just sent hearts. He was listening. Uh, All right, ladies and gents, if you need to reach out to us, just head on over to our website. Click on the Contact Us tab, which is located at the top of your web browser there. You can leave comments, suggest topics, submit a question for the cast or an individual host, or you can give us a ring ring. Our phone number is 334-GAY-TALK. And (laughs) what the fuck? I just saw Chris's message. Yeah, I know. Bitches. And if you need to reach out to us, you can just head on over to our website, gaytalk20.com, as always. Always. It is amazing to have you join us on our show. Ladies and gents, thank you for joining us. Have a good night. Bye. Congrats, Chris.